This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Missanelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Mike Missanelli Podcast, podcast episode number 104, Tuesday. August 20 the 2nd, 22nd, or 20 the 2nd, whatever you want to say. Uh, and it's brought to us by Bet Rivers. That's right, the great people at Bet Rivers. And I, I got some I got some odds for you coming up, some futures for later in the program. So stay tuned for that. If you don't have that Bet Rivers app, you got to download it. It's fantastic. You make all kinds of bets. I, mean, I like to make a lot of golf bets. And uh, I think I cashed in a little bit. The FedEx the Cup is coming up, and this is a great time to bet. Uh, a top five, and we'll get into that a little later. But as always, we start on the podcast with what we call the current stuff that's currently going on in Philadelphia sports. So let's start with the Eagles. Uh, they came off a a tie preseason game. And, and frankly, uh, well, there's there's one issue that we need to talk about. But frankly, nothing's really going on. Now, today they had a joint practice with the Indianapolis Colts that was stopped a little early because it was a skirmish. Uh, Jason Kelsey took exception to a linebacker uh, hitting Kenneth Gainwell, and he plowed the guy over, and both coaches said no mas, and that was the end of that. So, you know, I like these joint practices. It gets the spirit up. They're much more competitive than probably the games, uh, the preseason games. Uh, although I will mention something notable in preseason. Last night, the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens lost to the Commanders, right? It was their first loss in, what, 28 games or whatever it was. Uh, but a very interesting, awkward moment in the telecast last night where, and we know it well, uh, you know, for a millionaire or a zillionaire, a gazillionaire, this guy's the most awkward guy I've ever seen. I'm talking about Josh Harris, who owns the Sixers and the Devils and now owns the Commanders. He's just like, I, what is this guy? Like, how do you rise to a level where he is and, and, and like, talk like a 12 year old or, or how you know I don't get it I, I just don't understand it but I know uh, everybody saw that and it's uh, it's all over Twitter today uh, going viral how awkward he is so uh, here's some views on, on the Eagles here um okay um the big issue is the backup quarterback relax all right it's relax oh my producer Darren's just waiting to come in because he hates Marcus Mariota all right Marcus Mariota hasn't looked good he sailed some passes the, the, the notion that you want to put Tanner McKee as your backup quarterback, a rookie from Stanford, and think he's going to be able to come in the NFL and win a couple games, what are you smoking out there? Just relax. If they think they need to upgrade the second uh, uh, the backup quarterback position, they'll go out and get another veteran. And But they'll be on the hook for Marcus Mariota. They paid him $5, 6000000 million. So relax. He's going to be the backup. He's going to be fine. He started and won some games in the NFL. And if you need a certain style to fill in a couple games for uh, Jalen Hurts, you're going to be better off with Mariota than you're going to be with Tanner McKee, for Christ's sake. All right, Darren, go ahead. You might be right, you know, but uh, 
but Mariota blows, Mike. He can't throw the forward pass. It's amazing to me. He can't throw a football forward. It's a, it's impossible for the guy. He's and he's so soft. He can't read a defense. He drops back. He sees one one read and he's gone. All this is for naught, though, because if Hertz goes down for a significant period of time, the Eagles are in trouble no matter who's the backup. Well, we're not talking about a significant period yeah. of time. We're talking about a way, couple of I games. think a guy like Tanner McKee, a rookie who can just do basic things, can win a game. I look at Brock Purdy <laughs> last year. You Brock are Purdy. out of your mind. Niners, what is wrong with you? I'm not Over saying. a guy who started in the NFL, you're going to throw a rookie from Stanford out there? Come on, you're smarter than that. I, 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 you don't get hooked like these idiots out there that look at this and go, oh, Tanner McKee, because he had a couple of moments in a preseason game. Stop it. You're no, smarter I, than I that. I just think mechan- he's more mechanically sound, and that's what you need oh, from somebody. God. Just facilitate Would the you ball. please stop get it? Rid- you have 15 snaps to he figure out Tanner McKee. The quarterback in a backup situation has to facilitate the ball, and that's it. I, 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 listen, I can't go on with this. I, I can't. I, I'm, I'm about ready to close down this podcast for that idiot. I don't think it, it, it matters, I really don't think Tanner it matters. McKee. But it, they're not better off with Tanner McKay. If you want to make a case of better off with another veteran quarterback, fine. But here's the thing. Here's the veteran quarterback that people now have been yeah, lured. I'm more anti-Mariota than pro-McKay, by the way. All right, forget about Mariota. Stop. Here is, here is where people now, because of this situation, are lured into thinking. Yeah, you know where I'm going. Nick Foles. Oh, Nick Foles is out there. Let's bring Nick Foles in. What is wrong with people? He's done. He's finished. He can't move. You need a guy with that offense that you run can move a little bit. He can't move. You can't bring in Nick Foles. Stop it. Yeah, I agree. He's cooked. All right. That's enough. By the way, speaking of Foles, Foles will be a guest at 97.5's Fan Fest, the station that just lost another guy, Devon Gibbons, is leaving. Um, now, uh, Fan Fest, when I was there, was a huge deal. It brought in a lot of people. Um, it used to be a really cool event. Now, in order to get some people there, they had to pair it with a friggin' rock concert. I, I, listen. I'm sorry, I digress. Fallout Boy now is the rock concert they're going to have at, at Fan Fest. And uh, so uh, let me put it another way. This station has had a Fallout Boy. See what I did there? <laughs> it's All true. right. Told you a long Let's time ago that the station would uh, would not be around uh, in a couple of years. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but some people... Yeah, you got to have a rock concert now to bring in people. Yeah. All right, that's enough. Let's go to the Phillies. Um, The Phillies! Last night, big win for them over the Giants. And the Giants look feeble right now. Uh, They they had a a bullpen game. In game one of a meaningful series, they had to throw a bullpen last night. So the Giants are about to wilt. And the Cubs have gone past the Giants as the Phillies cement more with that spot. They're two and a half games above the Cubs for the top wild card spot, which means they will play the five seed, which right now is the Cubs. Now, I wish they would have played the Giants, but they're playing the Cubs. The Cubs are hot. This series scares me a little bit. But in any event, there was an inside the park home run last night. A lot of people are calling it a little league home run. Uh, I don't know that you can give an error to a guy who panics in trying to pick up the ball to relay it in. 
The ball, it wasn't like it went through his legs. The ball hit the wall, caromed, and went all the way towards right field. The guy ran it down and then went home and home and And he, and he in his zeal to pick it up quickly, he dropped it. It happens, right? To me, that's a home run. That's not an error on the center field. Now, how, how did you see that? Darren? I saw it. I, I tweeted it out. Little League home run. I love it. It was a home run. And there's, look, the fielder blew it. He, he, but Harper was almost the third when he was going to pick the ball up anyway. He would have, well, I think listen, he would, if he picks it up in time, he, he probably doesn't. I think there's a point. The play. He didn't pick it up. I don't know how you give a guy an error for not picking up the ball. The, an error is, is, is a mistake that gets past you. Yeah. Like you flub. Now, he's just trying to pick up the ball to get it in quickly for a relay, and he got nervous. I, I don't know if that yeah. deserves an error, so I'm with a uh, home run all the way. Yeah. Up. Now. Uh, way, the Giants are coming back with a guy tonight uh, on the mound yeah, who's I, never I'm about to get into that. Cayenne <laughs> say. <laughs> I swear to God, you just are, you are a blurter. All right. <laughs> You blurt, man. I love you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and move on. Let's go. This is this is the, this is the one thing I love about Darren. He just like he can't help it. You got to blurt. That's go. That's where I'm going tonight. The Giants will uh, use a top pitching prospect against the Phillies. He's a left-hander. His name is Kyle Harrison. Now, let me give you a little stats about Kyle Harrison. He's got 105 strikeouts in 48 innings. For AAA Sacramento in 65.2 innings, 105 strikeouts. He's a pitcher the Phillies haven't seen. They're going to probably load up their line. It'll be interesting to see what they do tonight. Will they load up their lineup with right-handed hitters against a call-up? Because normally that's what they do. They'll, they'll get a start arrest and play somebody in second base, like uh, the, the, the new kid they got. They, they, they used to play uh, Harrison there. Um, and Marsh, will Marsh play left field? Probably not. So they'll probably go with a right-handed bat in, in left field. Uh, who will that right-handed bat be? Well, I, I don't know. It could be. They got, they got Cave, they, who's left-handed. They got Schwarber, who's going to probably DH. Uh, who's going to be the left fielder tonight? Is Weston Wilson still on the team? He might get a start tonight. He's the guy going down when somebody comes off the IL. He went down. I think they put him down right before the series, Mike. I have to double check that. Oh, they did? Yeah. No, no, no. He was in the, he was on the bench last night. Oh, okay. I saw him on the bench last night. So they, they, go down. they don't have to make the move yet. The move is when Pache comes off, okay. and that's when he'll go down. He, he did go, he did right, go so, down uh, at one Kyle point. Kyle Harrison, be an interesting watch tonight for the Phillies. All right. Phillies, two and a half games up, over the Cubs, three over the Giants. Phil's Cubs first round scares me a little bit. I got to be honest. The Cubs are hot. They're not as good as the Phillies, but they're playing really good baseball right now. All right, let's move on to the Sixers. We now find out that the big lie. I, I was actually giving Harden credit. I was saying, okay, if, if Maury promised him that he was going to give him a max contract if he took less money, then that's a lie. It, it's still, it's not... Still, it's not Maury's fault. He has to do what's best for the team, even if he lied at the time. But the lie, apparently, is not that. The lie is that he didn't trade him quickly enough after he opted in, after Maury said, yeah, we'll trade you as quickly as we can. What does that mean? Does it mean he had to trade him within a week? He's still tra trading him is one thing. Trading for him for a good deal is another thing. How are we oblivious? And how is Harden and his agent oblivious to that? That you just can't trade a guy quickly because the, the first week they offer you crap and you take crap? 
I, I mean, this thing is just ridiculous. And uh, uh, the league is now investigating. What are they investigating? Like, is there a mandate? Have you tell you, yeah, okay, James. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll definitely trade you. And you don't get a trade done quickly? Now, the Sixers have said they've called off all uh, trade discussions. But they don't really mean that. If somebody calls them tomorrow and offers them a good deal, they're still going to trade them. So what do you? What's the league investigating? That they're now not going to trade them? They will trade them as soon as they get a good deal. All right, enough of that. It's time now for Mike Unleashed. Little League World Series is first on my list. I'm watching this kid from Chinese Taipei. I saw him the first day. His name is Fan Chen Jun, or I don't know. They reversed the name and Chen Jun Fan. Whatever it is, this kid. Is a, it's like 5'10 and uh, uh, 150 pounds. And he uh, throws, he, he hit 81 miles per hour on the gun. Uh, 81 is equivalent to 106 in the big leagues. Now, you know, the first thing I, I wondered, like a kid like this is a phenom. What are the restrictions on signing him at age 12? So he becomes your property, and then you can follow his career. And when he gets to be 16, you can actually put him into minor leagues. Darren, if you're a major league team, would you do it? No, he's way too young. Anything could happen between. He's too young. He's got to develop. You can get him at such a bargain at age 12. Age 12. <laughs> I can't. Age 12 years old. Like, I don't know what. Listen, I don't know what the rules are. I'm sure he's old. If he's throwing 81 at 12 sure he... years old, he's a he's a God given candidate for Tommy John. He's going to blow his arm out. <laughs> blow his arm out. Maybe, maybe he's not. My point is, would you sign him, like get, get under the radar of this kid, sign him for cheap, and have him as your property until he develops, and then if he doesn't develop, no harm, no foul. What's, what's but I don't know what the Major League Baseball rules are. I don't know if you can sign a kid that young. I have to look that up in the rule book. But what, what's cheap to you? To sign a 12-year-old. Uh, cheap, well, cheaper than, like, if he's 16, where you have to sign him to a big bonus. He's an oh, international you, you player. You're giving him $100,000 for his family now? Is that, that going to get it done? I don't know, would it? Well, I'd certainly, listen, if the rules permit it, I certainly would try it. What do you got to lose? 100000 Yes. Yeah. Major League Baseball team. Well, that's what I mean. Like, uh, I, I don't know that, uh, yeah, I don't know if it'd be that cheap, but if you can get him that cheap, sure, what the hell? It's not my money. All right. Speaking of the Little League media team, they went out. All right, they were one and two. Um, you know, listen, that's uh, what they achieved is fantastic. Get a Little League World Series, a lifelong dream. They had the Phillies watching them at that game on Sunday night uh, or Sunday day. It was the elimination game where they, they lost to uh, Rhode Island. So they wound up uh, uh, going one and two. And uh, to be honest, I watched, I've been watching a lot of the Little League World Series. They, they didn't have the strength that other teams had. And, you know, they happen. So you, you can't have the strongest team. And all those teams that come in, especially these international teams, like these teams, that Chinese Taipei team's not going to get beat. They got two pitchers that nobody can hit. So, you know, they, they're going to win the, the World Series. Uh, but congratulations to media. And it was a very cool thing. Now, speaking of Turner, Trey Turner, because you had – Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, Schwarber sitting together, cheering them on. Cool moment. Uh, and they did the, the thing where, uh, you know, they, they go down to the Little League, what's your favorite food? Who's your uh, favorite actor? Uh, person you would like to meet. And they flashed Trey Turner up there. And the person he would like to meet more than anybody is Elon Musk. 
and I, and I, and I got to be honest with you, he, he, he lost some cool points with me. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't, I don't know how other people feel about this, but Trey Turner lost some cool points with me. If that's the guy he wants to meet more than anybody in this world. Your thoughts, Darren? I think it, I, it's it's a bizarre choice. He's a really strange dude, Musk. I mean, maybe he just wants to meet him because he wants to figure out what the hell makes him tick because he's a very weird dude. <laughs> what I, was your reaction to it? Your initial reaction was? I was like, uh, my initial reaction was, come on, dude, really? That was my reaction. Come my on. reaction was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on with Mike Unleashed. Tay-Tay in LBI. Are you kidding me? The biggest star in the world right now is hanging out at a couple of restaurants. One called, uh, they're both in Beach Haven, which I, I've been to Beach Haven many times. Uh, one was called the Black Whale. That was the rehearsal dinner spot for the wedding of Jack Antonoff and Margaret Qualley. Um, now, do you know who those people are, Darren? Antonoff is uh, he's white stripes dude, right? No, he's not. He's not the white stripes dude. He, oh no, Antonoff, he's, a, he's a director or something. I don't know. He's no, he's not a director. He's a, he's a writer producer, and he fronts the band Bleachers. Uh, Bleachers. Well, I want to well, get band. better, 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 better. I want to get better. That that song, right? But he uh, also is a, a Grammy award winning producer and has collaborated with all kinds of people, including Taylor Swift. This guy's a musical genius. He happens to be from Jersey. And he vacationed in LBI with his parents all the time. Margaret Qualley. Do you know who she is? No, no idea. Okay. Margaret Qualley was in the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was the cute little brunette that Brad Pitt picked up and took to the Spawn Ranch. You remember that that, that girl who, who was yeah. on the bus stop on the corner? I do. I only saw that movie once, but I do. Cuter than hell. There. Also happens to be the daughter of Andy McDowell, the actress. Really? Yes. Uh, who's the who's the uh, the, the father? Who, Mr. Qualley. I don't know. I don't know who Qualley is. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Qualley is the father. Okay. Right. So Qualley. anyway, they go to the rehearsal dinner at. Uh, um, Black Whale. And then the, the main event wedding was at uh, Bird and Betty's, which is a, a famous spot there, like a nightclub restaurant type of situation. But LBI was flooded. Once the, the word came down, yeah, there's Margaret Qualley, cuter than cute. Yeah, and, and, uh, very cute. Yes. And, and so the streets were filled. Now, the thing about Jack Antonoff, if you look at him, he's a handsome guy now. When... In the now. original day, he wasn't a handsome guy. He was like a, a portly, ugly-looking guy with scary <laughs> black-rimmed glasses, and he was dating, at the time, Lena Dunham oh, God. from the show Girls. Ugh. So right. he, he moved up in the world <laughs> yeah, and went totally. to Mark with Wally. So I got to get... Oh, and if you think about it, his hit song, I want to get better, better, better. Yeah, he got better. He got, he got better, my man. <laughs> Sounds like he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, a quick, quick thing on the Michigan, uh, Michigan. The, the, the NCAA had suspended Harbaugh, uh, Jim Harbaugh for four games, and it somehow didn't work out or whatever, and they rescinded it. 
and they left it to Michigan to, to handle it. And uh, and Michigan uh, decided yesterday to suspend him for the first three games of the year. Oh man, you talk about tying Michigan's hands together. You know who they play in those first three games? Oh my God, they're going to get destroyed. They play East Carolina, UNLV, and um, who's the third? Bowling Green. Oh, what kind of a they have destroyed Michigan season. I can't believe it. Can you believe I had no idea UNLV had a program after Randall left. Randall Cunningham graduated. Larry Johnson plays for, for UNLV. Yeah, yeah. And Stacey Augman. <laughs> sport, Come yeah. on. Are you kidding me? That's pathetic. All right. One other thing for uh, Mike Unleashed. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. There's a chess master in India. A young kid. He is, uh, his name, <laughs> he's from Chennai, and it's known as the chess capital in India. He is in now, going to be into a match with the world champion. He's 18 years old. His name is Ramesh Babu Pragnagaranda. He's 18. He is squaring off against five-time world champion Fabio Karirana, who is uh, a Norwegian. And this is the big, ne the next big chess match. This kid started playing chess when he was two years old in India, and he became a grandmaster. And he's going after the guy, the champ. What do you think? What are, what are his odds? What, what are we laying here? What are we, or what are we catching? What are we catching well, here? I'm sure the champion is going to be favored. I, yeah, we got to be catching some numbers here. What are we catching? We got to get some odds from. I make the Norwegian uh, a seven to one favorite. Oh, I'm going all in on the Indian kid. I don't know if Bet Rivers has a line on it, but I want this kid. You know, the whole world's going to root for this kid. I'm going all in on the Indian kid. I'm going to put a few shekels on. Really? Him. And apparently, he beat the guy online in a match. Really? Yeah. He's yeah. Already, like this he's kid. Already in his head, kid Mike. Like, the kid's already in his head. I like it. <laughs> he's already in his head. I'm, I'm putting some money on him if I can do it. <laughs> the, kid, the kid is a chess wizard. Started playing when he was two years old. And at age six, uh, he won the Asian Championships, and then he won the World Youth Chess Championships uh, for under eights. Well, all right, good job for him. All right, let's move on. Last thing, last last statement I want to make. Is it me or, like, who gives a fuck about what Dave Portnoy says? Every time I look online, I look in the newspapers, there's quote Dave Portnoy doing. Do we care about this guy? Am I supposed to care about him? Am I missing something? He has a legion of fans. A legion, Mike. And they're all young, uh, but they just they like him because he's kind of an asshole, and he, and he knows it. Okay. I mean, but right. I, I don't know. I don't really listen to him either. He's not my, he's not my, he's not my bag, but he's got a legion of fans, dude. I don't get it either, but... Yeah. All right. Uh, that's the end for Mike Unleashed. Let's move on to my political discourse of the day. Now, a lot of people out there, now oh, here comes another liberal rant. No, not so so much. I, things catch my attention that are kind of ridiculous in politics. And one of the things, I've, of course, been on the record about is how you can follow a rapist racist like Donald Trump. Uh, but today... I am going to rip the president of the United States, Joe Biden. Now, I'm not, listen, I've never been that much of a fan of Joe Biden. I just hate Trump so bad that I'll take anybody. I'll take Satriali 
from The Sopranos as the president before I'll take Trump. So, but this guy does embarrass himself from time to time. So he goes to Maui, where it's been decimated by a wildfire, and survivors are uh, uh, out there homeless. And so this idiot, and I'll call him an idiot in this context, told a room full of Maui wildfire survivors that he could relate with their plight because years ago, firefighters had to run into his own home to rescue First Lady Jill Biden because of a small kitchen fire. Now, are you freaking kidding me that you don't have enough sense to say something like that? Really? Come on, man. They need to, like, so I know sometimes his advisors can't control what he says, but you don't have enough sense that you say something like that? I mean, that is just flat out idiotic. It's insulting, Mike. I mean, they must have been totally yeah, insulted right. by so, that. So, all right, there you go. Republicans, I'm with you today. We're, we're one in the same. <laughs> we're right we're like down, joined man. at the hip, my brothers. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to another category, which I call the pointless but fun discussion. I was reading, uh, there's this website that has a lot of lists that are made up by people. And this list caught my eye, and the list was the, uh, the title. Let's see what it was titled. I want to get the exact title. Uh, it was the, the, the list of the most overrated rockers of all time. Now, what I'm going to do, Darren, is I'm going to th throw you all the bands or people that were on this list, and you tell me whether you agree that they're overrated. We ready? All right, shoot. Kid Rock. Oh man, he's not my bag, but he's talented. <clears throat> I don't listen to him. I, I think he's, he's a stiff. He he shouldn't even be rated, much less overrated. He's a joke. All right, we're off to a bad start. The Beatles, no, overrated. They're not. How can overrated. you say the Beatles are overrated? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just going banana oh. list. All right, Kiss, yes. I do think they're overrated. I think without the I totally makeup, agree with that they too. would have no no they would have no act without the makeup. Honestly, uh, Grateful Dead. Oh, I I feel so strongly about this. I can't I can't tell you enough how overrated that band is. <laughs> I don't get them. I never did. They play like three songs over an entire show. Everybody gets a solo for every show. I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, overrated. I will agree with you there too. All right. Yeah. Next one is Bruce Springsteen. No. Oh, stab to your heart. There are a lot of people that think Bruce is overrated. No. Not. Go see him. Go see him at 70 years old, do a four hour show. And then you tell me he's overrated. That's the best band that's ever been assembled. Ever. Uh, I'm uh, kind of ambivalent about Bruce. I, I, you know, I like the older stuff more than anything, but uh, I wouldn't say he's overrated. All right, you too. No, 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 no. I a lot of people too. think they're over. A lot of people hate you too. Well, because they're reason. political. That's why they hate him. Like I saw. All right, I, I don't think they're overrated. All right, Mariah Carey. Oh, she could say she could say like that. She would be on that list, yeah, but apparently some people think she's overrated. She I don't. Again, not my my, my bag, but she, she can sing incredibly. Okay, ACDC. Oh man, that's tough. <laughs> I like some. I like some ACDC albums. 
I do. I'm going to say no. They're not overrated. They're a good. Oh band. my god, <laughs> incredibly overrated. ACDC. All right, Metallica. No. On the other way. hand, Metallica. not overrated. Not overrated at all. Not overrated. All right, and finally, I agree 100 percent with this. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, I don't get them either. Every song sounds exactly the same. Every one of their songs, <laughs> every album, it's the same album, it's the same songs. Yeah, yeah. overrated. Yes, correct, correct, the Mundo. I want to meet the uh, guy right. who so said Metallica and the Beatles were overrated. I want to meet that guy. I really do. I want to. I want to listen to him <laughs> bombing up, uh, you know, nonsense about why those two bands are overrated. Get the hell out I of here, to Bruce. I knew the Bruce, Bruce thing would get you off. Yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, all right. Um, before we close it down today, let me give you some futures. Uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Phillies, as it currently stands on our uh, Bet Rivers betting sheet. Eagles to win the Super Bowl hasn't changed. Plus seven hundred to win the NFC Championship. Plus three hundred to win the NFC East. Minus one twenty-five. Uh, the uh, notable player awards. Jalen Hurts is plus eleven hundred. Not a bad bet. Offensive player of the year, Jalen Hurts, plus 2,000. Not a bad bet. Defensive player of the year, Hassan Reddick. I don't think he's going to get that this year. He's plus 2,000. Uh, and the defensive rookie of the year. Reddick. What's that? I'm sorry? Too much competition for Reddick. Yeah. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, Jalen Carter, plus 700. And Nolan Smith, plus 1,100. That's pretty, pretty good uh, odds for both of those guys. Yeah, especially uh, Jalen Carter, plus 700. Yes. All right, let's close it down for today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, of course, you know we are bet by – we are sponsored and brought to you by Bet Rivers. Um, For um, shout-outs, personal shout-outs for me. That's right. I'll give you a personal shout-out. All you got to do is go to Cameo.com. I know a lot of fantasy football leagues are starting. Last year, I got about 10 um, requests for shout-outs for me to introduce your starters on your fantasy football team and introduce the league. So if you're thinking of doing that, I will do that for you. All you got to do is go to Cameo.com, put my name in, and you'll, you'll be able to hook up with me. Uh, also, send me emails, mike at mikemiss.com. Mikemiss.com is my website. And uh, Stay tuned uh, for Friday because I do a video blog every Friday on mikemiss.com. So check that out. And we're also doing this contest where you write me. And if it sounds like a sound-off call, you could win a Mike Miss podcast hat. Again, it's Mike at MikeMiss.com. That is my email address. Uh, anything that I left out, Darren? Uh, no, new guest on the show on Thursday, Mike. Our, our old buddy Jeff Mosher is going to talk Eagles and training oh, camp. Jeff Mosher talking to Eagles on Thursday, so stay tuned for that. Everybody, thanks so much for listening. Spread the word on the Mike Missnelli podcast. We are a fast-growing podcast, so be a part of it. Have a great rest of the day and the next couple days, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday with the Mike Missnelli podcast. See you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Mike Bissonelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.